are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Taking the message of around the world by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um... I'm grateful to God that we had some time to take some of the prayer points. I know some of you found time during the day to pray because those prayers were already sent earlier in the day. Glory to God. Um, We have entered the new year. Amen. I know that some people are still psychologically on holiday, and uh, I want us to know that the year started. You know, somebody can be awake, but you still need to wake them, you know. You know, somebody can be awake and looking and says, wake up. So, you might need to wake some of our neighbors, amen, and our friends, that the year has started, Amen. It's time to begin to experience limitless possibilities. Glory to God. Um, On the 10th, which is next Thursday, through to 12th, which is Saturday, we'll be having three days of revelation and manifestation of Christ. Uh, That will be the opportunity to explain and teach on the possibilities. Amen. Glory to God. Okay, so um, we'll have more time in that meeting, so I'll be able to teach at length. But, um, well, I hope you know that if God says something, He's the only one that can explain what He said. Amen. Are, we, are, are you with me? Uh, you cannot assume that you understand what He's talking about until. He explains what he's saying. Glory to God. So it will be good to be part of the explanation. Amen. Of what limitless possibilities actually mean. Amen. And how to enjoy it. This evening, I just want to briefly speak about something that I feel will be of great help to everyone. How to appropriate prophecies. Amen. How to appropriate prophecies. Just a short one. Um, I'll just talk along those lines. Let's start with 1 Timothy 1 verse 18. Praise the Lord. Now, in 1 Timothy 1 18, um, we prayed with one of these, with this scripture in one of the prayer points. Let's read it together. I want to go. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Amen. You know, if you're, he's charging him, means he's instructing him. Alright? I uh, said, look, this is what you're supposed to do. He's giving him an instruction that you should pay attention to. And remember, who is speaking? Paul is writing to Timothy. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. According to the prophecies, which went before on thee. 
That means that there are words that have been spoken concerning Timothy. Now, Paul didn't say, because of the prophecies that have gone forth concerning you, relax. He says that by them, what's the them? By the prophecies. By them, amen, thou mightest war a good warfare. First of all, I want you to understand what Paul meant by a good warfare. Hallelujah. Alright. Well, a good warfare, a fight is only good if you won. Amen. Are you understanding me? How many of you have fought before? Glory to God. He said, that was a good fight. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. Amen. That was a good fight. <laughs> I remember a neighbor of mine years back, he had a young son that was very troublesome. You know, so one of those days, some other parent came and reported and said, your son was fighting with my son. And so he called out the boy and said, you're fighting again? You're fighting again? He apologized to the parents. And the parent left. He now came back to the son. Did he beat you? He said, no. You beat him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you understanding me? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so, you know, a good warfare <laughs> or a good fight is a fight that you won. Is that not so? Now, what Paul is inferring is that if you want to win, amen, in life, he was telling Timothy, learn to use the prophecies that have gone before you and use them to fight. Amen. That means that the prophecies are, are, are weapons. Amen. That's, so to speak, you should use them. Now, the question here is how to use them. Amen. Glory to God. All right? So, what I'm talking about is how to appropriate prophecies. Um, appropriate is not a word used today. Um, it's not a, 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 a modern word now. You know, people don't use it as much. You know, it, has, it actually means to make something yours. Amen? All right? To make something yours. All right? To make something yours. To take it. So what we mean by how to appropriate prophecies, we're saying how to make the prophecies yours. Amen. Are we together? Now, the word had been spoken this year that it's a year of possibilities. And um, looking for an adjective to describe what kind of possibility, we call it limitless possibilities. Amen. Now, how do you make that word yours? You know, there's a way a word can come. It could be a community affair. Is a community, you know, then it can be personal. Hallelujah. How do you personalize it? A lot of times, believers think that if something is in the book, it means it's in their life. No, sir. Amen. I'll say that again. They think if it's in the book, it means it's in their life. No, sir. Have you not read in scripture? 1 Timothy 2 4. Who will have all men? That's how the scripture puts it. Who will have all men, talking about God, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth? That means God's will is for all of mankind to be saved. Is all of mankind saved? Is it not in the book? Has Jesus not died? Now I'm asking you a question. Has Jesus not died? Is he going to die again? Has he finished dying? The death is final. But is everybody saved? Now let me explain something to you. Potentially, everyone has been saved. Amen. But everyone has not appropriated salvation. Do you agree with me? 
That means that the man out there that has not made Jesus Christ the Lord of his life has not appropriated salvation, even if salvation has been given. Amen. Do you agree that salvation has been given to all of mankind? It's a gift. It's a gift. But a gift is to be received. Amen. Are we together? A gift is to be received. So when we say how to appropriate prophecies, we're saying how to receive the prophecies. How to make them yours. And there's something about the scripture, and there's a wordology or um, a phraseology in scripture that... Uh, if you are not conversant with spiritual language, it looks like they are, it's just a repetition of words. Like, it's like tautology. You know, they're saying the same thing. But they don't say the same thing. When they say something like, possess your possession. Amen. Hello. Uh, you've heard those kind of things in scripture. Say, possess your possession. It's not just a play on words. It means what it's saying. That means there are your possessions that might not be yet in your possession. Are you listening to me? Alright? There are your possessions. That means, um, on paper is yours. But in experience, is not yet yours. Am I communicating? Legally, on paper, documented, it's yours. Now, we could use natural things to explain that. Even in the natural, I, last year, we were blessed with landed property. Amen? I would together, both in the church and on a personal level. And now, it had been given. There are some that they gave to me and I had not had the time to go and see it. Amen. But the, it has been transferred. Amen. Alright. Even the documentation might have been done. The paperwork has been done. They've changed the names. But maybe I've not had the time to go and see it. Are we together? So I could say it's mine. But I'm not, I'm not using it yet. Amen. Are we together? Now, listen to me. The prophecies spoken over you are not for kids. They are for use. Amen. It's not just for you to say, oh, it's mine. No, no. It's for use. That means it must find expression in your day-to-day life. Amen. Are we together? It must manifest in your affairs. So, this evening, in a few minutes, we should be able to see how... To make it ours. How to enter into the experience of what the word of God has spoken about. Hallelujah. And if you read scriptures, you will see there are several places where people didn't enter even when it was theirs. Amen. They didn't take even if it it has been given. Amen. First of all, understand that you cannot even take what has not been given. Hello. But there's also another challenge. That it has been given doesn't mean you have taken it. Amen. Did you get what I just said? I was, okay, let me not go there to take me off course. First of all, let's look at a few things. How many of you want to see the word of God work in your life? Amen. Better than it has ever worked. Amen. Okay. There are some practices that, I don't know where some believers learnt it from. But you find that it's dangerous. Because um, we are not living by assumptions. We are dealing with real things. When we pray, we are engaging in a real transaction. Amen. Are we together? 
So, when a believer starts living based on assumptions, it's, 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 it's dangerous. Hallelujah. It's dangerous because it could even destroy another person's faith. Thinking, oh, I thought this person is supposed to, so, so why did this happen to him? In actual fact, nobody appropriated anything. Amen. Am I communicating? But now, God is blamed. Amen. Oh, why did God allow this happen? Why did God not do it this way? Why did God not do it that way? I remember some time back, um, someone we know, close to us, I received a phone call, the lady lost her child. And it was their first child, you know. So, um, and the lady was still in the hospital. They had not told her she lost the child. And um, it's someone that I'd known, like, maybe, you know, way back. So, the husband and the doctor decided that the best person that will help us break the news should be Pastor T.B. Peters. And I've never seen them for a long time. So they called me over the phone and broke the news to me and told me where they were. And they said, please, we want you to be the one to come and tell the lady she's in the hospital thinking the baby's being cleaned up, but the baby's dead. We want you to come and tell her. So I pulled my wife along. We got there. You know, I went to see her. She thought I was coming to say, I heard that she has given birth, you know. And I held her. Now, it took a while. We decided, let's do it in the doctor's office, you know, and all that, and all that. Finally, we broke the news to her that the baby, she lost her child. Now, the losing of the child is not the story, okay? I won't tell you why I'm telling you the story. We now got downstairs. Somebody came and said, what happened? They said she lost her child. He said, ah, don't worry, don't worry. God is a great God. Just start talking. There are some things that are encouragement. And there are some things are just vain babbling. Amen. Speaking Christianese. You know that scripture that says that He has given me the tongue of the land. That I may know how to speak a word in season to Him. That, that means there's a, there's a way. Amen. Are you understanding me? There's a way. We're not just talking. Don't worry to be well. Did God tell you to be well? Are you listening to me? You just tell someone, don't worry to be well. Don't worry to be well. It will not be well because you are saying to be well. What, on what authority are you saying to the person to be well? Are you listening to me? You know, someone say, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Ah, you, ah, your car, you lost your car. Don't worry, God will give you another one. There are people that have died. They didn't get another car. Hello? <laughs> Some time ago, I, I had a meeting with my pastors. And I told them, I said, don't tell anybody it will be well if you are not sure it will be well. Don't just talk. Amen. Don't just talk. It has to be. On what authority are you saying it? Amen. Am I communicating? On what authority are you saying it? So the lady came and just talked. You know, just uh, it was good, um, good, uh, um, uh, the judge, the Lord is your strength, sister. Don't worry. The judge, <laughs> oh Lord, you know, in my adult life, I've not had the opportunity to slap anybody, but you know, man, man. I held myself that day. Because, you know, that's the problem. That means some people think that pastors are just talking. Are you understanding me? You are blessed! Amen! You are blessed! Amen! So, somebody just, one idiot just stand up and say the same thing. We're not just talking. Amen! No, we're not just talking. We are conveying something to your spirits. Are you understanding me? 
the, 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 the words we speak, they are spirit and life. Are you understand what I'm saying? Alright, so um, I, I'm, I'm saying it to you first to say, look, don't take these things lightly. Amen. Don't take these things lightly. If you're not sure it's going to be well, then don't say it will be well. Let me use another illustration to teach you something. When we are done, you'll get all of it. We're in a prayer meeting. We are ministers of the gospel. And there's someone also that I know there's a call of God upon the person's life. But the person's not sure. Amen. Or wasn't sure at that time in his life. But we came along, we were in the meeting. And then the person coordinating the meeting said, God told him that everyone there should speak a word. We're speaking over a house. We speak a word. There are different ministers in the place. So, and then he said, and then Pastor TB would round up, will say the final word. So, he told the first minister to speak. The guy prophesied. This one prophesied. prophesied. So, they got to the person that I'm talking about now. He did his hand like that. Next. So, I didn't understand why. I said, I said, he said, I don't have a word from the Lord. So, I rounded up. So, I called him. I said, why didn't you say anything? He said, uh, ah, you see, people are giving C word. That's <laughs> why I give you that. That's it. I didn't have any word. I didn't want to phone food. So, it's just better. I just kept quiet. So, I taught him something. I said, do you know why we have a word to speak over people? It's because God told us. And then God has authorized us to speak. I said, if you ever find yourself in a place, and I'm teaching you this, where you don't have an express word from God, then pray. Amen. Don't say, pass. Then pray. Amen. Ask God for something. Are you understand what I'm saying? Did you hear what I just said now? You hear some of you are looking at me as if I'm teaching Nazi school students calculus or something. <laughs> I said, then pray. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask. Are you understanding me? Pray. I said, that thing you prayed is as good. Amen. It will be answered. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? Now, I'm saying this for many reasons. Do you know that believers go through trying times and don't remember to pray? Hello? They just say, they just say like, I don't know why this thing has not gone. You know, I don't know why this, ah, God just to help me. God, that you are complaining doesn't mean you have prayed. Amen. Oh, this thing. God, 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 you are seeing you. It doesn't mean you've prayed. Listen, there are many mountains that have not moved because nobody has told them to move. Amen. Nobody has told them to move. Nobody has spoken to them. And you could be so busy analyzing the problem and the mountain that you actually didn't tell the mountain what you want. It's just a wish in your heart. It has not become a prayer. Amen. Are you listening to me? It's not a prayer yet. 
You're just wishing the problem will go away. You're just wishing that this year will be a year of possibilities. You're just wishing you will just marry this year. You are just wishing. Amen. You're just wishing that you get a new job. You're just wishing that you have something to break the fast this evening. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Just wishing. And a lot of believers that are in that wishing, wishing community. Amen. <laughs> wishing committee. A bunch of wishers. Did I wonder why is my life not moving forward? Have you appropriated? Amen. Have you taken it? I'll show you a few scriptures because I intended to make this brief. Um, let's start with um, the best fruits. The best route to take will be the New Testament. Amen. All right, so let's start with Romans 5. Amen. Let's look at verse 17. Glory to God. What's the word for this year? How many of you have even taken time to go to the scripture I gave you? Amen. On your own, Mark 9.23. To read it. Praise God. Are we together? To read it. That you posted it on your page does not mean you have appropriated it. Did you hear me? That you posted it on your page does not mean you have appropriated it. You posted it. You know, you can even post it and that person will appropriate it without posting it and be experiencing it, but you are posting it. Okay. Before I read this 17, let's go to 2 Corinthians Ten. No, no, let's re- let's read Romans ten first. Romans ten, nine and ten. Forgive me, I have to streamline the scriptures, I'll show you. Go of time. Let's read this together. I want to go. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Next. For with the heart man believeth in righteousness, I would mark confession is made unto salvation. Um, go, go to 11 or 12. I want to just check something. Okay. For the scripture said, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Next one. 12. Thank you. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that what? Call upon him. Listen, if you remove that call upon him, eh? You have, you have removed, you have separated the placenta. Are you on something? From the baby. Listen, if you remove that call upon him, that scripture is dead. Amen. 
Are you listening to me? He said, he is the same Lord over all. is rich. That rich there means he's sufficient. Amen. Enough. Glory to God. Unto all. Not just all. All that call. Amen. Upon him. That calling is the appropriating. Amen. Are you listening to me? That's what makes what has been given to become yours. Hallelujah. But let's go back to 9 and 10. Now, 9 and 10 is so basic that it's applicable for healing, it's applicable for prosperity, it's applicable for protection, it's applicable for the year as, it, as, it, as, as we're speaking now. Alright? What we're referring to. So it says, that if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus... And shall believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Now, uh, but I thought we were saved. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. This is New Testament. Meaning that salvation is available. But how salvation is appropriated is what is telling you. You will have to confess the Lordship of Jesus with your mouth. Someone cannot confess it for you. Amen. And then, you have to believe in your heart. And it tells you what exactly you have to believe. You don't, it's not that you have to believe in APC. Or you have to believe in PDP. Or you have to believe in Nigeria. You have to believe that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Amen. Am I, are you, are you, coming? I, you have to believe that God raised him from the dead. If you didn't believe that, you can't appropriate it. Amen. Salvation will never be yours. That means that I will believe in my heart and then I will confess the Lordship of Jesus with my mouth. That makes salvation mine. Amen. That's how I receive salvation. That's how I appropriated salvation. Now, in the same way that you have brothers, cousins, neighbors, friends, that they stay in the same house with you or live in the same office with you does not mean that they are saved. Amen. They follow you to church does not mean they are saved. Am I complicated? They might even own a Bible does not mean they are saved. Why? Because they've not done this. Amen. That means that as long as they've not done this, they have not appropriated what? Salvation. In the same way, many folks would have heard possibilities, but they might never appropriate it and the year will end. I pray that's not your portion in Jesus' name. We're going to Romans 5. But let's just go to Hebrews 4, 1 and 2. Hebrews 4, 1 and 2 is New Testament. It now says something in Hebrews 4, 1 and 2. It said, let us therefore... It is, this is the only New Testament scripture that tells you to be afraid. Amen. It says, if there's anything to be afraid of, let us therefore fear. Lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest. That means there was a promise left like that. Amen. It was left for who? For us. For who? Us. Who are the us? It's us. The us is the us. Is us, us. <laughs> Being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem, amen, to come short of it. To come short of it means that you're living below it. Amen. Then verse 2 now tells us that 
that kind of experience had happened before. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Oh, it means that it is possible to hear it and not profit from it. Amen. It is possible to hear possibilities and not profit from possibilities. And that's why we're teaching you how to appropriate prophecies. Very simple. Here, it gives us a key, a clue. It says, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. I say, what is it? Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. What is he talking about? The whole of the chapter explains further. Now, what it has introduced here is that faith, amen, faith, faith is key. Amen? I will say faith. Faith is key. What I've established here is that it is possible that a promise is left and you do not profit. Amen? It's possible that God has spoken a word and you didn't partake. With all the scriptures I've mentioned, we started from 1 Timothy 1.18. Amen? Alright? And then we'll travel down here. Now, Romans 5. In Romans 5, it now begins to tell us something. It says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Don't get thrown over by too many words. What I just want you to see there is one word. Receive. Everybody say receive. Everybody say receive. Okay? For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive. He didn't say that that means those that will reign in life are not those that just Christ died for. No, no, no. Are those that will receive. Amen. The abundance of grace. That will receive the gift of righteousness. Amen. If they didn't receive it, they will not reign in life. Am I communicating? They will reign in life. But Christ had died. But they are not reigning. That means that the receiving. Amen. Is what makes the difference. The Greek word for receive there is lambano. You know, some of you have heard the word lambano. Lambano means that you take what is yours. Actually, another word, English word for it is to seize it. They say, it's your own. Then you take it. Amen. To seize it. To make it yours. To own it. So here, the scripture is saying that if you want to reign in life, you have to receive abundance of grace. You know what he's talking about here? There are people that are born again, but they have not understood the graciousness of God. Amen. Amen. So they, can ne- they will struggle. They will never reign in life. There are folks that have not accepted, received in their hearts, the gift of righteousness. Amen. They are trying to earn righteousness. They are trying to be rewarded. Are you understanding me? They have not received. Say, you are righteous. Then they say, how? Hmm. I cannot say it too. 
cannot say, until I see my life straightening out, I will never say it. Because I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> Let me read to you who you are. Romans 10, 1 and 2. Let me just show you yourself. Amen. This is where you are. If that's what you have said, let me show you. Brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. You are in this category. Verse 2. For I bear them record that that brother that is saying so has a zeal of God. But what? But not according to knowledge. No, 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 no. I know myself. I know myself. I know myself. You see, as long as I am not pure in my sight, I cannot be pure before the Holy One. Have you seen people talk like that? <laughs> so, I can never say I'm the righteousness of God. Who am I? Who am I? I'm just looking at all those people that keep saying they're righteousness of God. Then I'm even better than them. Even me, I cannot say it. They're saying it. You know what? They have not received the gift of righteousness. Verse 3. They have a zeal of God, but now according to know it. For they, let's read together, I want to go. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Amen. And the truth is that as long as you have not received that gift of righteousness, you will never reign. You will never reign over sickness. You will never reign in this life. Because... The gift of righteousness is what frees you from condemnation. Amen. We've not... I don't think anybody has taught righteousness enough in the body of Christ. We might have mentioned it. But you see, the core of many believers' problem is that sin consciousness. Amen. You can even have people that have been in the faith... Some people, the problem is how long they have been in the faith. Are you understanding me? I've been serving the Lord. I've been serving the Lord. Uh, do you have this hunchback that I have serving the Lord? I've been serving the Lord. You understand? <laughs> you know, that is their problem. So when they go to pray, they expect that God should answer them because of how long they have served Him. Amen. Don't worry, when you get to heaven, you have long service award. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> But you want to reign. Reign in life. You need to receive. Everybody say receive. The gifts of righteousness. You need to accept that you are right. Because of what Jesus did for you on the cross. Are you listening to me? That's the only reason why you believe. And accept that you are right. Amen. So they have not submitted. They are ignorant of God's righteousness. And going about. And you know, righteousness. Sorry. Sin consciousness makes people disqualify other believers. Hello? Just look at <laughs> that brother, <laughs> that sister. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you understanding me? They disqualify other people too. Because they themselves have disqualified themselves. Righteousness is God's qualification of you. Amen. Are we together? It's God's qualification of you. He has qualified you. And then you have to accept it. Accept it. Endorse it in your life. Amen. Endorse it. Accept it. 
Don't question it. Don't be humble about it. Are you understanding me? Just accept it. It's just like I call my son. Maybe Daniel. Peter. He said, no, I'm not worthy to be called Peter. Stop calling Peter. Stop calling Peter. He wouldn't slap the devil out of him. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. The name is conferred on you. Amen. By birth. You didn't have to walk to end the name. Amen. Are you understanding me? You didn't have to walk to end the name. You don't have to impress me to end the name. It's your name. Amen. Are you listening to me? So accept that gift of righteousness. So they are going about to establish. Listen to me. Listen to me. I don't want to talk about righteousness now. I'm not, you know, if you don't know, leave your stadium now. Amen. All right. <laughs> so they have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. Amen. Amen. They have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. But, but get, get my point now. Go back to Romans 5.17. In Romans 5.17, it says, Much more they which receive of the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. The key in that scripture is receive. Everybody say receive. receive. Say receive. receive. This year, receive abundance of grace Amen. and the gift of righteousness. Amen. Enjoy it. Wake up every morning and declare the righteousness of God. Offend Satan with that statement. Receive. Alright, but now the key word there is receive. Alright? It's talking about receiving. Making it yours. The word there is lambano. To receive, to make yours. Now we could go around scripture, keep tracing where that word was. But what I want to show you here is this. That when a word has been spoken in scripture, or is written in scripture, it has to be appropriated in a personal way. Amen. Are we together? The word is not going to happen to you. Because it's written that it happened to all believers. Are you listening to me? Let's use the Holy Spirit for example. Is the Holy Spirit for every believer? Is it for every believer? You agree it's for every believer. Alright? Of course, the scripture says, the promise is for you and for your children and for as many as the Lord our God will call. Alright? So, it's for every believer. Jesus spoke about that. John seven thirty seven through to 39. He spoke of the Holy Ghost, which was not yet given. Alright? Out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit of God, which should be given. It was not yet given at that time. Now, but have you not met people that have not received the Holy Spirit? Amen. That means the Holy Spirit has been given, but this brother has not received the Holy Spirit. Am I communicating? He has not made the Holy Spirit his. It doesn't change the fact that the Holy Spirit is here. Amen. In the same way, possibility is here. Amen. Will you receive it? Will you receive it? Now, this brings me to a correction people make, especially like in leading prayers. When you are praying, let's say they give a prayer point. Uh, put up one of the prayer points we did. Um, 
Anyone, just put up anyone. First one, second one, anyone. We give a scripture in Psalm 31 verse 3. Alright? And then, uh, put up the scripture please. The scripture is the authority. Amen. On which you are standing. Are you listening to me? That's the authority. The scripture said, for that, the psalmist is telling you his experience. The blessing about his experience is that his experience is available for you to take advantage of. Are you listening to me? His experience can also be your experience. His experience is not your experience yet. It can be your experience. Are you listening to me? His experience, the Lord is my shepherd, is the, is the psalmist's experience. Are you understanding me? It's opening you up to know that he can also be what? Your shepherd. Amen. So here, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. He's praying. Amen. Are you listening to me? For thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Go to our prayer points. Now the prayer point says, pray for God's leading and guiding. Don't say, God is leading me, God is guiding me in my career and family. You are, you are playing. I say you are playing. Appropriating means, you will say, I pray for God's leading. Amen. And guidance in all my career and family decisions throughout this month. It's like you are putting the petition. Are you understanding me? You've made your requests specific. Are you listening to me? Now, that you read the prayer point doesn't mean you have prayed it. Amen. <laughs> are you with me? Sometimes believers play around. So, that all of us, that they, they are the person leading the prayer, led the prayer, and you are just at the back walking around, just looking what they wrote on this thing. Does not mean the prayer has jumped into your life. No, sir. No, sir. The only way you are part of the prayer is that you prayed it. Are you listening to me? That you prayed it. That you, you, with your mouth, amen, and your heart, your mouth and your heart is involved. So you say, Father, I pray for your leading and guidance in all my career and family decisions throughout this month. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, why do we pray in tongues? Let me explain something some of you need to understand. Now, because we're praying corporate prayers, we're praying publicly, and we have to agree what we're praying for, so we have to put it in English so everybody understands. Are you with me? Now, in appropriating a word or a scripture, you are stretching. When you are praying, you are stretching to collect what is on the table. Amen. The only way you will know that you have collected it is in your spirit. Amen. If your spirit is not assured that it has been collected, my brother, pray again. And keep praying. Amen. Amen. That's what Philippians was saying. He says, and the peace of God that passes all understanding shall guard your heart. What he's saying is that when you have made your request and you've prayed with thanksgiving, then the peace of God. That peace of God is assurance that you have received. Amen. Am I communicating? That means that transaction completed. I use these natural things to explain. Are there not times where you have tried to make a call? You dial and then the phone didn't dial. What do you do? 
You dial again. Has that not happened? There are times where you prayed, so to speak. It didn't dial. No, it didn't enter. Amen. Don't think that. It's not, we're not playing. <laughs> you can go and switch. You can, you can have um, a switch in your house. Then you, you were walking very fast. You just pressed it to put it on. Then you discovered the light didn't come on. You go back again. And, are you understanding me? The aim is to switch it on. Not that you did something around the switch. Are you understanding me? Are you listening to me? If it didn't come on, you have not achieved what you wanted to achieve. But some believers do like that. They, they feel like they just touch like this. It has happened. Whether they, whether, no, whether they don't care, it has happened. No, sir. Faith is not an assumption. Amen. It's not an assumption. It's not an assumption. Are you receiving this? It's not an assumption. So, this prayer now is not yours because somebody else was praying it. Then you, then you shout, Amen! <laughs> Who are you fooling? It's yours because you prayed it. And then, if you finish saying it in words, in your understanding, you didn't feel fulfilled. You pray in tongues. Amen. Are we together? You pray in tongues. You pray in tongues. Amen. In some cases, when the person rounding up the prayers, rounding up prayer, you are sure that that prayer is called. Next. If not, you write the prayer points, you go back, you will pray it on your own. Amen. Until you lay hold of it. That's how to, that is the way to operate this year. Amen. So that you will not be in church. You know, food that you went to school. And they just be in the class. And they escorted everybody to class. Are you understanding me? Then when the results come out, they say, ah, you came 42 out of 40. <laughs> they say, ah, no, but I thought you said that 44 in class. They say, no, you failed so much that they had to add two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, no, no, if they give you 40, it's not, and say 42, you came 42. That's how some people put to church. Amen! Oh, amen! Amen! My brother, pray. <laughs> so, one way we appropriate prophecies is by praying. Amen. Praying. Everybody say praying. 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 It's not the only way, but that's one way. Praying. 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 So we pray. We open our mouths, we pray the prayer. Oh, this year is a year of limitless possibilities. You will go and read the scripture. Then you will pray. And say, Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that this year, 2019, will be my year of limitless possibilities. Are you understanding me? Especially if you are not even in the service. Amen. Don't say, I claim it, oh, I claim it. Hey, no be our shots. Oh, I claim it. <laughs> Did you get that? Praying. Let's look at Mark 11, 23 and 24. Amen. Now, Mark 11, 23 and 24, powerful. For verily I say unto you, Let's read it together, please. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, 
When ye pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now let's stop at 24 first. What I have just shared with you now is verse 24. Amen. So you desire possibilities this year. What do you do? Pray. After praying, what do you do? Believe that you receive. And what? You will have them. Are you seeing the process? That means you shall have them will happen after you believe that you have received. Amen. But you prayed, though. You prayed. What is what things ever you desire, pray. Amen. When you pray, believe. Then you will have. So, this is how you appropriate. Amen. Then you will have. That having is, you have appropriated. You have made it yours. Amen. Okay? So, praying is one way of appropriating prophecies. The second way of appropriating prophecies is verse 23. Saying. Everybody say saying. Saying. Alright. In 23 here, you will observe something. There's something that follows all these methods of appropriating. Belief. Amen. Did you get that? Let's, please go back to 24. Let me just show you the word there, believe. 24 says what? When you pray, do what? Believe that you receive. That means that even if you are praying, there must be belief. You must believe that you receive. Verse 23. Now, 23 talks about saying. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, specific, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. Did you see believe again? That those things which he said, that means the things he's saying, amen, shall come to pass, he shall have. Are you saying have again? Are you saying have again? That means that before he said he didn't have it, amen, but by saying it and believing it, he now what? Has it, Amen. This is the second way of appropriating the prophecies. By saying. Amen. So let me show you now. As the word was declared that 2019 is a year of possibilities. You will say, to, you will speak to, you are not talking to God now. You are speaking to 2019. Amen. Amen. You say 2019. You are my year of possibilities. Not one so. Amen. You will say it. Until the same thing I'm saying to you now. You are assured in your hearts. Amen. Am I communicating? If you say it and you are thinking about how, how would the possibility be possible? <laughs> how would the possibility be possible in this impossible situation? <laughs> it means that you have not yet, you are still doubting in your heart. He said, and shall not doubt. Be, whosoever shall say unto this man, be removed. And, be, and shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things he said shall come to pass. It's when you have believed, it shall come to pass. Amen. So that's why sometimes when we are making confessions, we are actually talking to ourselves first. Amen. Amen. We are talking to ourselves first. So saying is one way we appropriate. Hallelujah. Everybody say saying. For sake of time, I just jump to the third one. The third way we appropriate. Let's go to James chapter 1 verse 21. Amen. In James 1 21. 
let me read. Go down a bit. Uh, let me not take. Let me. Let me not read all of them. Uh, I'll come back here. Thank you. Let me read twenty-two. Let's read together. I want to go. But be ye, uh, James 1.22, I'll go back to 21. But be ye what? Doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Here it's talking about practicing the word. It's talking about acting. Let me say acting. You appropriate by praying. You appropriate by saying. You appropriate by acting. Let me explain the acting. The acting has to be there is a prophetic undertone to the acting. There are actions which, in some cases, when we are acting, we are still also going to pray and say. In some cases, when we are acting, we still say, Amen. There are rare cases where we are acting and we don't say anything. Now, when you are taking this communion, for example, this communion is an action. Amen. Am I communicating? You are acting. So someone can break bread now and say, I'm breaking bread and I'm declaring that this year is my year of possibilities. Are you understanding me? Over the communion. That action is how he's appropriating. Am I communicating? Someone can take money and sow a seed. Amen. And say, I'm giving, prompted by the Spirit of God. And that action is how he's appropriating. Are you listening to me? Amen. Then in some prophetic meetings, where maybe the Spirit of God instructs the man of God to say, everybody should laugh. Everybody should jump or shout. That action is how you appropriated that blessing. Am I communicating? That's why it's important to attend meetings. Because in meetings, all the platforms of appropriation open to you. Amen? Am I communicating? All of them open to you. We might pray in the meeting. We might say, say this after me. And then say, sure. Everybody run, dance. Are you understanding me? All of the opportunities to appropriate open to you in the meeting. Amen? Am I communicating? The way you are quiet, I will not continue this message. Why are people doing as if they are releasing results of an exam that you failed? And you are biting your finger. Ah, number one. Number two. That's how you are listening to the message. Amen. No, no, no. Rather, I'm revealing to you the exam you are about to write. Amen. Amen. Receive it like that now. Amen. The exam you are about to write now. I'm giving you the answers before you enter the exam hall. Ah. Some of you are experts in that. So now it's in the spirit and it's legal. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> so you enter this exam with confidence. Amen. Glory to God. So this year, appropriate the prophecies by praying. Appropriate the prophecies by saying. Appropriate the prophecies by acting on the promptings of the spirit that will come to you. The Holy Ghost can wake you up at night. Say shout hallelujah ten times. Amen. Amen. Don't say hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. <laughs> he didn't say whisper hallelujah. He says shout. <laughs> hallelujah! Hallelujah! You said it ten times. The next morning, Lalo can say, um, now you've been a shout. You say, Say, no worry about the rent again. <laughs> Glory to God. Is it, is it, is it, no worry about the rent again. You can pay another year. Don't pay this year again. Amen. Are you listening to me? <laughs> Amen. 
Glory to God. Are you with me? Acting. And a lot of times believers miss that path. Praying, saying, acting. How to appropriate prophecies for this year. Let's rise to our feet. Amen. Was this helpful to anyone? Lift your hands everywhere and begin to thank him. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded.